Welcome, everyone, to the Free Money Podcast. Yebity do. I'm here with uh, Drew Franklin and Jay. Still a little congested. I don't know why I've stayed congested for so long, but uh, hopefully it's on the mend. And Drew, you were you did not get sick from Ryan Lemon, did you? Uh, not yet. I'm still still. Uh, I'd say another day or two before I completely out of the water, but I, I think I'm okay. Did you hear him say that he? went home and fell asleep for six hours. So maybe that decision was a good one from us. Yeah, he did, he did not seem to be feeling well that day. I think that was the right decision by all parties. I, I have you a present, by the way, Drew. I want to show you this. Okay. McDonald's, you know, I don't know why McDonald's sends me just random gifts. Remember mm -hmm. I've told you that? Yeah. Well, they just sent me this and they sent me two of them and we can, we can wear, wear them together as a magic duo this crispy juicy tinder hat <laughs> all right make sure you bring that to the show tomorrow so we have two of them you and i could walk around together and we could be crispy juicy tenders together i'm all for it i wish there was a, a third we give to ryan we could be crispy junior and tinder we could all have nicknames not junior juicy juicy excuse me crispy juicy and for those of you obviously you can't see this at home this it's a yellow hat like mcdonald's yellow and all it says on it in like type that you would get like at the mall is crispy juicy tender and they sent me two of them and i really don't know if they thought i was actually going to wear them or not drew but uh maybe we will tomorrow country boy we'll have them on that's right the crispy juicy tender hat jay and linden how are you jay i'm good all i thought about when i saw that hat is we should have put those hats on stoops and lemon a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, let's see see which one's the sexier with the hat. I think we I should have a crispy, juicy, tender uh, play at some point in our picks today. I will, and the winner can. I'll ask McDonald's for more hats. Actually, the winners, the two winners, can get mine and Drew's game worn, crispy, <laughs> juicy, tender hat that we're like to wear. Um, all right, so last week I continued my streak of being one game under 500, so I'm a little less than even money podcast. Drew did a little better. Jay was, I think, 500. So it was another uh, relatively shitty performance by all of us. So this week, though, I've been prepared. And by preparing, I mean I went and got a soda, and I'm ready, Jay, to do much better. All right, are you ready to jump into this? Let's just go. Oh, I mean, what would you do? It? People are waiting for their picks. So, before I go to the first pick, I thought this was interesting. The college football playoff rankings came out. The highest ranked team with no losses, SEC team. Highest ranked team with one loss, SEC. Highest ranked team, two losses, SEC. Highest ranked team with three losses, Mississippi State, SEC. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, that should, does that really surprise you? It just means more. Just means more. That's so exactly let's start, right. Matt, with the big game, Tennessee at Kentucky. You know, I've, I've looked at this. This spread seems to be all over the place still today. I've seen anywhere from a, a point and a half, a point. Um, I saw it a lot as a pick em. I got a couple stats for you. UK has fumbled the ball 14 times this year and lost seven. 
Tennessee's fumbled the ball eight times and lost six. Kentucky and Tennessee are the worst. They're 13th and 14th in the SEC at allowing their opponent to score in the red zone. Yeah. This is a monstrous game. I got it as a pick them right now. Well, I mean, I'm going to pick Kentucky. I think, you know, this is one of those circumstances where if Kentucky's the good, Drew, they'll win. I mean, like, well, Kentucky is good, but if they're very good, they'll win. I mean, I think this is the, of all the games Kentucky's had, this is the one that I think sort of tells us who they are, really. Are they a good team or they are, are they a very good team? A very good team beats a team like Tennessee at home. That's just how it is. It, that doesn't mean they can't lose at Mississippi State. You can, but I, you know, I think you've got to beat a team like Tennessee at night at home. I think they'll do it. So I will pick the Cats to not only cover, but win and celebrate against the Dirty Vols. I'm also picking the Cats, not just because uh, a Cats fan and I would do that anyway, but I actually really like it. Um, I, I see plus <coughs> – plus one for Kentucky on Bovada right now. I think like 81% of the money's on Tennessee. I just think they were so bad in Starkville and seeing how angry Mark Stoops was on Monday. I think those players had a probably rough day of film and there's no way that defense plays as bad as they did. As long as Will Levis can keep from turning it over like he has been recently, then I think Kentucky gets it done. But if he, if he doesn't step it up, they will get beat. As always, I'll abstain from this, but I, you know, I was so disappointed all week with Mississippi State, but I, I've gotten over it, and I realized at the end of the year, it's not going to bother me that much. But if we win this game, it's going to bother me. We need to win this game. I will be there at Kroger Field Saturday night, and I want to win. Next yeah, I mean, I, you think the Mississippi State game will bother you if we win Saturday? No, no, it won't. Okay, I think, all right. I, yeah, I agree. I don't think anybody will care about the Mississippi State game um, unless we uh, unless we unless we lose this one. Because it's just it's so bizarre to think we could go nine and three and people would be disappointed. But I do think that's where we are if we lose Saturday night. Who's next? The Orgeron Bowl. LSU travels to Alabama. Little controversy with Alabama coming in at number two in the, the playoff rankings. If you remember last year, Alabama beat LSU 55 to 17. That game was 45 to 14 at halftime. The spread is hovered. It is 28 and a half Alabama right now, total 66 and a half. It is impossible to believe that it could be 28 and a half, but it is. And so I got to pick Alabama. I don't want to. I don't like, as weird as this sounds with a 28-point spread, I don't like the half, Drew. But if you're making me pick one, I got to pick Alabama because I feel like this game will be just like the game last year. This one's at home for them. I think I got to pick the Tide, even though I don't love it. I actually like it a little bit, and I agree with you on the Tide. And they've been covering these big spreads. I know there for a little while people wondered if Bama was elite, but we saw against Tennessee and I guess Mississippi State the week before, they're starting to light up the scoreboard again. And LSU's secondary is just too banged up. You got guys, I don't even know the current status, but as we saw when they played Kentucky, they didn't have anybody in the secondary. I think Alabama's going to rip them apart. 
I hate this game. Um, and the only thing I think about the does Saban like Orgeron? And I, I think he does. Um, you know, they were buddies in what the blind side together. Um, I, I'm hoping that he likes him as much as he likes his girlfriend's stepkids. I I think Alabama's going to win, no doubt about that. But man, 28 and a half. They always say that the players like Orgeron. I'm going to take the points. I may regret this one, but I'm going to take LSU here. Yeah, I mean, I can see it, but I do think however much he likes Orgeron is offset by the fact that they got to look good for the playoff people and they want to get that two seed. So, uh, yeah, and I'm not, by the way, upset at all Alabama got the two seed. I mean, Drew, they're the second best team. Like, do you want to have the second best team or not? I actually think it would be a disservice to make them like fourth behind two teams that you know they would destroy and make the the national championship game be in the semifinals. Yeah, I don't think there's been too many people arguing Bama there. I know there's a lot of surprise Cincinnati all the way down at six, but I mean, if you just put the resumes down, Bama's wins really make up for that one loss at Texas A&M. So we've got, and this is this is a, a monster game this week. Uh, two loss Auburn and two loss Texas A&M. Whoever comes out of this game with a win, it's going to be huge for Texas A&M at home is a four and a half point favorite. Yeah, I, I like A&M a lot here. I think I think Auburn I think Auburn's better than I would have thought, but I think A&M has kind of righted the ship, and I think they see themselves as being able to potentially make a New Year's Six bowl. Um, I don't think Alabama's going to lose. But if they could get Alabama a loss against Auburn, they could win the West. So you got to still give yourself that potential. It's at home. I, I like, I, I sort of like, uh, I like AM quite a bit, actually. I'm torn on this one. AM is going to win, but I, I'm going to take Auburn to, Auburn to cover. Um, maybe some kind of a backdoor situation. I just think five's a little bit high. I, I don't think. A&M's in trouble by any means, but if five is just a little too much, so I'll take the five points and go with Auburn. I think the crowd's going to show out at this game. Um, I'm going to go with Matt here, and I'm going to take Texas A&M. I, I think that if they have the opportunity to kind of get back on the tracks where they need to go for this season, so I will go with them. Um, somebody needs to get Dan Mullen a media person. Florida travels to South Carolina, and I almost thought this was a misprint. Both these teams are four and four, which I didn't really anticipate when I saw it. Florida is an 18 and a half point favorite going to South Carolina. All right, so I actually think Florida is going to win this game, but 18 and a half is too many. I mean, I don't know that Florida is good enough to beat anybody by 18 and a half, and with all that that – with all that's kind of been going on with them, I just think you've got to at least lay the possibility that they could, uh, that they could, you know, that, that the game could be close. So I don't like taking South Carolina, but you give me 18 and a half. It's home. This is one of those games. If you're South Carolina could make your year. So uh, I'm going to take South Carolina to cover, even though I don't think they'll win. I'm going to go with Florida, but I would never do this with real money, and I, I don't like it at all. It's just, like you said, I don't know what Florida team is going to show up. If they're playing inspired, they definitely have the athletes and talent to 
run South Carolina out of there, but I don't know what's going on with Dan Mullen. I'll lean that they play well, but I wouldn't be surprised if South Carolina even keeps us close with the mess they have going on down there. I think Dan Mullen's made a career of beating bad, beating bad teams badly and then playing mediocre against everybody else for the most part. He'll throw in a couple games like he did against Alabama, but he'll still lose. Um, I'm going to take Florida here. Missouri travels to Georgia. I'm, I'm going to let you guess what that spread is. If you don't know, Missouri's coming off their first. I actually know two facts about this that I wouldn't have known, but that I know. But yes, I saw it. It's what, 38? It is. It's 38. Missouri's coming off its first Power Five win. Um, they have the worst rushing defense in the country. I look back, Tennessee rushed for 458 yards against them. Missouri still has not covered this year. They're 0-8. They're going up the number two rushing defense in the country and a historic great defense in Georgia. Yeah, they, uh, they're the only team in the country that has not covered, which is an amazing, amazing statistic. Um, I mean, it's 38, Drew. It's the second largest spread in, or third largest spread in SEC history, which I think is a pretty amazing stat in and of itself. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't be the guy that takes Missouri to cover this game, but I think I'm doing, I'm taking Missouri to cover. It's 38. There's no way they're, they're doing 38 Drew. Missouri covers on the road so that they don't, the other two times the spreads have been higher. The team's covered. The street continues with this. I'm going the other way. I think this one could be 49 nothing. I, I don't know if Missouri is going to score, and I don't know if Georgia will have a possession where they don't score. Uh, I'm shocked Missouri is so bad, but that this is this is where we are. I'm taking Georgia to cover. I even saw up to 39.5 on Bovada recently, so it's damn near 40 points at this point. I don't know what the number you could give me where I would pick Missouri. Um, I and Matt, I don't know if this changed your mind. There's a possibility Connor Bazelak doesn't play this game, which I can't imagine. Can you imagine being a, a first game quarterback against Georgia's oh, defense? Ha- you didn't tell me that. I'm flipping now to Georgia. You didn't tell me that with even the possibility without Connor Muzak, I'm not taking him. So give me, I'm flipping it. You didn't tell me that. I don't like when you withhold information. So I'm going to, uh, I'm now going to take Georgia. Wasn't purposeful. Um, so clean always withholding information. I know how you are. Should this be your juicy whatever pick now? No, because I I, I have to feel a crispy, juicy, tender pick. It's not just something that just happens. You got to feel it, Jay. And I don't I don't feel it. All right. The the last SEC game is Mississippi State, um, who's gone uh, right up the rankings um, against Arkansas. Man, Arkansas had a rough October. They were one and three in October. Mississippi State still has to play Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee State, and Ole Miss. So there's a path for them to do something. Um, right now, Arkansas is favored by five. This is tough because this is one of those things where I think you could overreact 
based on what we just saw. But Mississippi State's been playing better. Arkansas has been playing poorly. So I'm going to take Mississippi State to cover because I'm getting the five and a half, which gives me a close game cover. So I like Mississippi State here. Normally that goes against my theory of don't pick a team that just had a really good win and think it's going to translate. But I think for this one, Drew, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I see these teams pretty evenly matched, so I'll, I'll take the points, even though it is, it is at Arkansas. Uh, they've lost, like, seems feels like two or three straight games, one of them even being Georgia, though, so I'll throw that out. But uh, they seem to be going the wrong direction as Mississippi State's improving, and Will Rogers is really fitting into Mike Leach's system. So I'll go Mississippi State to cover the points. You know, I worry about this, that Will Rogers is going to throw a dud after he played like the – most precise game of his career, but I'm with you all. I, I think this game is somewhat close. And if you're telling me I get five points, I'm going to take Mississippi State as well. The game, I believe Ryan Lemon's going to. Clemson, yeah. Clemson, he's like, oh, Louisville. Went to Louisville Clemson along with all the JCPS teachers and new Planet Fitness members. I tried to look this up and I couldn't find it. I wanted to see what this the preseason spread for this game was and to see how much the numbers changed. Um, before this, Clemson's five and three, Louisville's four and four. Um, I'm still rooting. I bet Louisville under for season wins, which was six and a half. Don't know if you think I'll get there. And Clemson, get this, Clemson's five and three. Their over under was 11 and a half. Wow. Clemson is... <laughs> That their over under was an 11 and a half because even to have a shot at it you had to believe believe they were beating georgia right yeah how i mean gosh i wish I look, I clemson's favored by four i'm gonna take clemson i don't want to because i've been kind of riding the louisville train and i like i think louisville could win this game but Clemson's got to win some sometime. Might as well be at Louisville. I'm going to take Louisville that or take Clemson because that will make Josiah happy because he will be there as a Clemson fan. So I will take the Tigers to cover and beat the Ville. I'm taking Clemson. I probably even actually bet it. Um, it's hard sometimes with Louisville with my hatred to see clearly, but it's it blows my mind that their team is decent i guess and nobody wants to go to games the fact that you can have perfect attendance and get extra tickets just tells me kind of what's going on with that program and especially the support they have and the the energy that'll be there or lack thereof so i'm taking clemson to cover uh and i i just hope the worst for louisville that it continues by the way can i throw well go ahead jay then i'm gonna give you some scoop to remember i uh this may clean sweep here I, i feel like rooting against louisville this weekend I think Clemson's going to win this. Um, I might even take the money line on this game, Drew. I like Can it. I tell a free money podcast only sources are saying potential scoop? Of course. A lot of buzz around the UofL world. The Vince Tyrant leave Louisville at the end of the basketball season. It's had enough of it. Well, I don't – I mean, I've heard why, but I don't know, so I won't say that. Nothing bad, just that he 
that it's just not working out, Drew. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes you have to say, you know, I think boys to men told us it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Hey, hey. And Vince Tyre, I feel like he's a nice guy who just sort of gets, I don't know, he gets all the negatives of following cheaters and like being right. And like he's, he, he pays the price, but I, I've heard on some pretty good authority that that might be the, uh, we might be heading towards the end of the Tyree era. I wouldn't blame him. And it'd probably be anyone in that scenario following that clown show and trying to clean up that mess has to be exhausting. Wasn't he just like chilling in a suite, drinking a beer when he became AD? They were like, done. That's another one of the great Louisville stories. Like they were trying to figure out who to hire as AD and they were like, Hey, look over there. You know, what if like Brian, the intern had been over there, would he be the new U of L AD? So I'm sure he wants to just go back to the life of drinking the beer and not putting up with all the crap that's constantly going on over there. Yeah. So, I mean, I, look, I'm not reporting that it's true. I'm reporting that that's the scuttlebutt. And if it happens, you heard it first here on the Chris that, you know what? That's the crispy, juicy, tender scoop of the day. All right. So, um, when it happens in like April, it is, I want you to, if whoever remembers to t- tag me and say, you see Tinder, Drew will know those are the real OGs, the real fans. Oh, yeah. Especially right in the middle of the podcast. In the middle of the podcast and then hold on to it for six months. <laughs> That'd like be it. pretty. So. We'll, know, we'll know where it started. That's right. What's next, Jack? We're going to mix it up a little. We're going to go patriotic. Army, Air Force. Air Force is favored by two and a half. And one of my plays of the week is going to be the under 37 and a half. When the service, I dug this one out. When the service academies play, the under is 39, nine and one. That's pretty good. Where did you dig that out, by the way? Read it on CBS Sports. I always like when he says he dug it out, Drew, because I feel like he's insinuating he did the math. And like he went and added them all up, and he was like, all right, let's go back. Let's look up what the spread was in 87 when Army played the, the Marines. Um, I, I picture him going to the library and asking for the records and writing it all down in a notebook. Yeah, he gets Michael it on fish. My- it was micro fish. <laughs> yeah, I beat you to it, Jay. You were close, but I beat you to the joke. Um, all right. Uh, I'll take army. You know, I, I'm a big believer in the army, the United States of America army. They nearly beat Cincinnati, uh, well, they played Cincinnati, I think. Well, um, so I like, I like them and I don't know anything about air force except it's far away. So I will, uh, I will take the army to cover. This is a tough one. Cause, um, Army, even though they don't have a lot of wins, they've played a lot of good teams really close down the wire, but then Air Force has a lot of wins without quite the strength of schedule. Uh, I'll, I'm going to go Air Force, but it's a complete guess. I think this is going to be a good game. I'm going to throw away my allegiance with the Army and the time we jump from their airplanes and um, suck up to the Air Force a little bit and take them here. I always feel like the army dudes football players are bigger than air force air force players seem to be little dudes i don't know if there's like a height requirement so i'm gonna go with the big dudes i'm gonna take army plus the two and a half 
Off their big win, Michigan State travels to upstart Purdue. Um, Michigan State is it was fifth, kind of sh- um, or third in the college football playoffs deal. Um, Purdue has some crazy thing. It's a good thing Michigan State wasn't ranked second. Purdue is eight and zero historically against the number two re- number two ranked team in the nation when they were unranked. They're what now? They're against the number two team in the country. When they, when Purdue's unranked, they're eight and zero <laughs> against the spread or straight up. Straight up. No way. Yep. That can't be true. They that is true. It's a hundred percent true. Two ranked team eight times and they've won every time. Historically, yes. And then I, they did it this year. I was was ranked second when they beat them. That was their eighth Drew, time doing they, it. Now just making stuff up. He's and this two, was a micro fish. He's Listen. had two those crispy juicy tenders if he's just making that making stats up like that hey, support, i've made mistakes over the years that's not a mistake i support jay's digging and i know how much work he puts into this but that's a stat that's really hard to believe you're telling me that when purdue is unranked, they play the number two team in the country eight times and they've won not against the spread straight up one every time you're, you're making that up, Jay. That's what I'm telling you. I don't know. I, you're, you, I think you're being suspect. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, what's the spread? Michigan State minus three at Purdue. I'm taking Michigan State. First of all, I'm not even sure Jay's stat is right. But if it is right, it's going to be – it's the ninth time is a charge. And Michigan State wins and covers this week. I'm, my mind is blown. That that just seems like it would be impossible. That's one of the most amazing stats I've ever heard. If it's true, which I don't believe it is. <laughs> I'm googling it. I'm on page four of a Google search, still looking. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I'm going to take Michigan State just because I don't believe anything Jay just said, and it's pure luck. But I I feel like I'm always on the right side of Michigan State games, so I'm going to just follow them here and as I continue to Google this make-believe stat. I think Michigan State's going to falter, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be here. I'm going to go with them. But, so you're uh, telling me you gave us that crazy stat and then you're not picking Purdue? Well, yeah, but Michigan State's not ranked second, so that, that it, it doesn't work. they got to be number two. Oh, I didn't realize that. But I, something I, I – here's what you need to bet here. I am going to bet the under 10.5 first quarter. Under 10.5 first quarter. That stat for no reason, really. No, because I had that stat written out the week we didn't do the show, and I was so I was so ticked I couldn't use it. I had to bring it up at well, another time. record against teams ranked 14? Uh, come 20. on, man. Uh, is it – I mean, you can't ask me all that. I'll dig it up. That's Michael Fish, dude. I just, I guess I just skipped over, Drew, the part that Michigan State was not ranked second. I was like, surely he would only say this, Drew, if they were ranked second. Uh, I think I found out uh, the actual stat. Uh Uh-oh. It's nine. Not eight. Nine times. It just says they've won nine times. I don't see that they're in, it's nine and oh. Okay, I can believe that they've won nine times. 
I'm still throwing the challenge flag on nine and up. I'm I'm seeing they have the record for most wins against the number two team. I don't see undefeated. By that, does it say they're undefeated? I mean, this this one story, I, I do not see it. We're going to the review, and I have a feeling, Jay, that this is going to be called a three Pinocchios, to use what the Washington Post does in terms of stats. <laughs> I think we're going to find some Pinocchios. I say we roll with it. It's a I'm great not stat. You can only get here on the Free Money Podcast. That's the kind of thing I would hear and I would say on ESPN, and then they'd go, Matt, we need you to start checking your sources a little better. And I'm like, I can't use Jay and Lyndon as a source. All right. I'll let you, I'm going to let you buy, but I, I let the record show on appeal, Your Honor, that I challenge that fact. What's next? Next is Oklahoma State. They're 7-1, um, and they're playing West Virginia. Uh, Oklahoma State's only loss is against Iowa State. And if we remember, West Virginia had that big win last week against Iowa State. Um, I, feel <coughs> like, I feel like Mike Gundy um, and Neil Brown could be cousins. You know, is there some similarity there, you think? Oh, they're not alike at all. Mike Gundy okay. is a – Mike Gundy's a doofus, and Neil Brown is actually pretty smart. Oklahoma State's favored by three and a half at West Virginia. We talked about this. Neil needs some wins. He, but he won last week, right? Yeah, big win. Big win against Iowa State. It was a big win. Yeah. But they're still four and four. And what did you say the spread was? Three and a half, Oklahoma State. And the game is? In West Virginia. Man, I don't like that. The problem, Drew, is that Mike Gundy and his mullet fit in well at West Virginia. Like, people might actually think he's like, lives there. And he'll get, he'll get some of the local dip. He'll sleep well. Yeah, that's the thing. He'll probably, we'll see him at that bar where we saw the two coaches that threatened to sue us when we said it last time. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I love Neil, but I'm going to take Oklahoma State here because I think they'll come back from their loss, get the victory. You know, if it was anywhere but West Virginia, I'd say Oklahoma State's ready for a second defeat. But, you know, Mike Gundy, I feel like if he has all his teeth, he won't for long. So I feel like he's a good place for West Virginia. I will take uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm also taking Oklahoma State. Uh, I just think with them being, what, 7-1, and one, they just have a lot more to play for right now. Neil Brown's playing to, to you know, get on the fans' good side. But – Oklahoma still in the Oklahoma State still in the conversations for a big season, so I'm going to take them to cover on the road. Uh, I'm going to go with you guys as well. I uh, I was glad to see West Virginia get that win last week, but um, I agree with what Drew said. Oklahoma State just has a lot on the line here. Can we play a game, right, Jay? Yeah. It's called "Should I Be Offended or Not." Oh, this game, good. I'm going to give you a statement someone made to me today. And you have to tell me whether or not I should be offended. All right. I went and got my hair cut from this, from the woman. I've, she's been cutting my hair for over a decade. Right. And I really like her. She's kind of like, you know, Drew, she's like hip. 
You know what I mean? She's like a, she's kind of, you know, she knows all the styles. Like when Jennifer Lawrence comes to town for like the Derby and stuff, she does her hair, right? Oh, nice. So, and, and we've known each other so long, she takes a big interest in my life, right? So she asked me, as she always does, about, you know, if I, about my girlfriend and I had to tell her that we, we broke up, which, you know, that's, she doesn't listen to the show, so she didn't know, Drew. So then she said to me, she goes, you know, you'll find somebody else. But she said it in that way that was like, that, as if I didn't think it was possible for me to find, right? Mm -hmm. And I went, yeah, I'm not, you know, I understand that's not really necessarily, it's on my mind right now. And she goes, you know, Matt, you'll be a catch because women like status. And I, I just looked at her and I don't know, I felt offended, Drew, because be as it may, whatever status you think I do or do not have. She didn't say because you're awesome, because you're, you're handsome, you're fun. She was just like, people will like you for superficial, unimportant reasons. People so will look I, past... I, I'm just wondering, do you think I should have been offended? I'm sure her intentions were good, but it does kind of it does kind of sound like she was like, listen, people can look past all of your flaws because you have status. She kind of indirectly said that. She did. And then I looked at myself and I was wearing sweatpants in this hot in this like really nice salon. And I, you know, I'm I'm snotty and snotting everywhere. So I, I mean I get it. But Jay and Lyndon, I was, I have to tell you, I was a little offended by Karen, the woman that cuts my hair. Is her name really Karen? Yes, it is. But you be careful. That's my mom's name. Don't no, no, I know. I know. I, I met your mom. Your mom super, was super nice to me when I met her. Um, I would not be offended at all. I, I think she was trying to make you feel good. I understand. But even I, I really I, think that. Go ahead. No, no, I, I think that. So, how much gray hair do you have? A little, yeah. Maybe so. Maybe she saw a couple more and thinks your clock's ticking. You know, I mean, maybe. Why yeah, she's just, like, yeah, you know. So ask, she's like, you know, she did ask. Funny you say that. She did ask me. She goes, next time we come, would you care if I tried to blend the gray on your sideburns? And I was like, all right. She goes, good, good. Like that needs to happen. <laughs> so. I wouldn't anyway. be offended. All right. Then I, if you're both saying not to be offended, then I will not be offended. What's next? Which of these games do you want me to pick? NC State, Florida State, Ohio State, Nebraska, Texas, Iowa State. Ohio State, Nebraska. All right. Number one offense in the country, Ohio State travels to Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska actually has the second ranked defense, uh, or I'm sorry, the second ranked offense in the Big Ten besides obviously Ohio State, um, but they're ranked seventh defensively, Ohio State's eighth defensively in the conference. The spread is right now just dropped a little. It's 14 and a half, 64 and a half. See, I had the number at 17, and if you were higher than 17, I was going to take uh, Nebraska. 
But 14 and a half feels like to me something Ohio State will cover. I think this game will be close through the first half, and then Ohio State will run it out in the second half. Had this been 17 or more, I would have taken Nebraska. But where you're telling me, I'll go with Ohio State. Uh, I'm going to go Ohio State, too. Um, I just don't think Nebraska's very good whatsoever. And like some other teams we've mentioned, Ohio State's in that conversation of being 7-1 and one and needing to, to make some statements and, and really impress with each game. So I, I think they have a big game and cover that spread, even though it is pretty hot. Yeah, Ohio State's been pounding people. And uh, I, I think they, you know, they got some tough games ahead of them. But I'm going to uh, go with you guys and take Ohio State there as well. All right, so we are we is that the last of the college games? Yeah. All right, so by the way, I, I get just so you know, I get these soccer notifications for Tottenham. I can't turn them off. I've tried to, they won't. So every time Tottenham does something, I get it. They're playing a game right now in the Europa Conference League where about every five seconds I get a notification that another person's been kicked out. I almost want to go turn it on because I think it's like five on six right now. And I'd like to see what's happening. They must be like brawling with each other uh, wherever they are because it just, people just keep getting kicked out. Drew. I like that you get uh, Tottenham alerts, just proving you're, yeah. you're a loyal uh, supporter. I don't want them, but I don't know how to get rid of them. I, 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 I uh, subscribe to an app or I, I download an app called like Footy Mob or something <laughs> like that. And Footy Mob will not stop sending me notifications. Speaking of notifications, whatever happened to KSR's notifications? Did we just throw those away? Uh, they're somewhere with everything else that's broken. You know, you go to a new company, Jay, you, you think you're going to upgrade. <laughs> and we have upgraded in some ways, but in other ways, we're back to like 2012 where Hubby had to run on a treadmill mill to keep the website on. There's, there's still parts behind the scenes being held up by duct tape. Well, uh, na uh, app notifications being one of them. Well, send all of our news to Footy Mob. They can send it out because they send lots of notifications. All right, it's time for our Louisville Restaurant of the Week. What do you got, Jeff? This is going to be perfect for today's conversation. So I actually just, it's the first time I've ever been to this place. I went last week. I went on a date with my wife. And Matt, well, I think you'll like this place. It's local. It's laid back. Does your wife, but by the way, status is that how you ended up uh, going on well, i was gonna say the next time you take somebody out that likes your status all right, right this is gonna be the place to go drew it's a good place to take abby if you're in louisville all right it's called cask c-a-s-k and i had a pork chop that was off the chain it was awesome and that, that had an awesome bourbon drink that i'd never tried there um, it's, it's in Plainview, Matt, um, you know, right off Hurstbourne, uh, Parkway. Is that, is that Plainview? Where is that? So it's going to be the, the shopping center right there behind where 64 and, and, and Hurstbourne meet. So okay. there's like, it, it's pretty, there's an Arby's there in the corner. Where, where like Smoky Bones is, right? No, that's too far, but that's okay. too far. So there's there's a Kroger there. Um, there's going to be like a I think a Kinko's out front, but then, then there's all these um, restaurants and things behind it. There's actually another um, a couple other restaurants back in there. 
All right. So is it foo foo? It sounds foo foo, Drew. C A S K. It's sounds not like though. It's, it's not. Be like French people. Uh, I'm looking they at it on the. They had the World Series on a big screen next to my table. That's not foo foo. All right. Looking, what I'm looking at their website and their menu, and I I kind of want to get in the car right now and go. So what kind of food is? Well, uh, Abby and I love two things. Uh, at restaurants oysters and key lime pie and it's literally the first two pictures on their website and then there's some gigantic burger that looks delicious so you can get oysters good dessert and at least a burger and a pork chop all right cask it is i will try it this week cask sure it's crispy juicy and tender does that what does that name mean does it stand stand for something cask like a bourbon barrel cask yeah. right oh, okay by the way, Harper Hall, starting next week, will be available for reservations, Drew, for, for the wedding venue. I, I need to tour it. Uh, it's, it's on our list of places. Dude, to I'll take you out there. I just recently learned the key so that I can get into my own building. Awesome. Maybe we can I, do the first wedding. I I, honestly, I have no idea. People ask me, is it nice? I can't answer that question because hubby would not let me in. Well, we'll go together and maybe I'll be the first wedding there. All right, sounds good. What? All right, so let's do some pro games, and then we'll call today. I got to go get ready for Colts Jets Thursday night football, which is going to be awful. So, but uh, will be fun at the bar. I can't get anybody. To, like, I, I was like, Drew, you want to come? No, Ryan, you want to come? And he's hacking up a lung. Uh, so I guess I'll just be out there by myself doing tiddlywinks. But go ahead. If I was there, I would have come. Hey, before we get into pro, I want to talk about this is a betters dream weekend. It is Breeders' Cup and college football. So yes. I want to ask you about the Breeders' Cup Classic, and I do want to thank both of you. I started a podcast after you all let me on here with one of my buddies. It's called the Early Speed Podcast, and we break down horse races. What's it called? Early Speed, ESP. Early Speed. All right, so that's what everybody see. Jay, when you're marketing things, you got to say the name a lot. Early. So the Early Speed Podcast, ESP, and our, we interviewed Tom Leach this week. We had about a half an hour interview, and it was awesome. It was awesome. We broke down some of the races. Um, remember this. The average super $2 Superfecta in the Breeders' Cup Classic has paid $70,000 over the history of the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, it won't this year, though. There's only nine horses this year. So I'm going to read you the horses real quickly. You tell me who you like. Nick's Go is going to be the favorite. Then we have Art Collector, Hot Rod Charlie, Essential Quality, both derby horses. Tripoli, Medina Spirit, the controversial derby winner. Max Player, Express Train, Idol, and last, Stiletto Boy. So I like a uh, exact up of... Nick's Go and Hot Rod Charlie. Those are my two. Uh, um, I could see, I mean, there's really six horses that can win this out of the nine, but Nick's Go has been on fire. And it's generally the case that with only a couple of exceptions, the classic is not won by a horse that sort of did the Derby triple crown thing. That's, there's been exceptions. American Pharaoh was one. But uh, I like. Nick's go, Drew, is my pick, the favorite. I am going with essential quality because I am loyal to Brad Cox, and um, I don't have a big thorough breakdown of why I think essential quality will win. It will go faster than the other horses. but that Oh, that's good. 
Well, I, you know, I'm not going to get into, you know, the position and, uh, you know, how he likes to start. People should that. know you're terrible at this. Oh, I'm the worst. I've, I've never left Keeneland with money. Actually, I went just a few weeks ago. It's the first time I've ever left with money. Anyway, essential quality is my pick. Tall, oh. by the way, he is scaring me how much he bets on horse racing. He looked at me the other day and he said, Matt, I hit a milestone. And I said, what is it? And he goes, I've won a bet in horse racing on six of the seven continents. And I thought that was kind of scary because yeah. if you're betting on African horse racing, I want to know what made you do that. And if you've won a bet on every continent, I'm going to assume you've lost a couple bets on every continent too. Oh, I would assume it. I think it's a fair assumption. I mean, you know, the Breeders' Cup starts tomorrow and I've already got usually like moments before it starts, I'll ask Tall, do you want Jonathan Kitchen's picks? During this podcast, he texted me and said, I got Jonathan Kitchen's picks. You ready? And I want to be like, do you, how do you know him now? Like, I think he subscribes to Jonathan Kitchen's, I don't know, maybe he hacked his phone. I'm not sure. But he's, he's, I've, I've created a monster over there with Tall. Um, who do you like, Jay? Well, as much as you say Drew doesn't know what he's talking about, I think he does know what he's talking about. I think what's going to happen in this race is Nick's go. Everybody knows this, that horse is going to go to the lead, but I don't think it's going to make the distance. And I think it's going to get mowed down by essential quality, who I think is a great horse. It's only loss was in the Derby. And I think you talked about the juvenile last year, essential quality won the juvenile and Hara Charlie came in second. I think that's going to be the exacta. And then the three hole, I'm going to put art collector. That's what I have, but you can go to the early speed podcast and check out my other picks there as well. Early Speed Podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. Let's get into the pros. This is interesting, and this is my stat. I didn't have to microfish. I didn't have to look at a website. There is only one game this week with two teams with a winning record. Yeah, I noticed that as I was preparing for my ESPN show. Go ahead. So, so we'll start there. Um, Tennessee Titans play the LA Rams true I feel for you um with the injury for the for the uh the Titans um this spread is seven and a half Rams this is at the Rams um kind of interesting Tennessee has had three overtime games this year already it's going to set some sort of whack record they've won two of them what do y'all think here I like the Rams I think Tennessee has been I don't want to say fool's gold because they've won big games but Josh Allen fell down. You know, they could have lost last week. Now they don't have Derrick Henry. I think the Rams win. I think the Rams are really good. I think they win and they cover. And I'll take Sean McVay and the Rams at home. Yeah, these teams colliding, it's a combination of – I've been saying for a couple weeks now that the Titans are due for a horrible game. It's been quite a run they've been on. And then I've liked the Rams all year. They're my Super Bowl pick. And then they got even stronger this week. So I, I think my Titans are uh, due for pretty big whooping this Sunday. And I'm going to take the Rams. I think it's tough. I hate pro games seven and a half. I hate NFL games with that spread. But um, I, I think Tennessee's been on a tight rope. And, and this is not their week. And probably not who they want to play this week. I'm going to take the Rams as well. Next game, we're going to go to, you know, I've listened to KSR this week. Matt's favorite NFL player. We're going to go to that game. Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay Packers take on Kansas City. Um, Green Bay has its longest winning streak, seven games since 2011. 
Kansas City is st- at 500. They're four and four. This spread started at two and a half. Kansas City, it's ballooned to seven and a half. What well, started at, at Pickham, didn't it? I had two and a half, but I, that could be right. I'm not going to make a stand on that. When yeah. when Rogers, uh, when it came out that he tested positive, I think it was a Pickham. Yeah, I, <coughs> I think this becomes. All all Chiefs, but seven halves a lot. <clears throat> you know, the Chiefs haven't beaten anybody by a lot. But Jordan Love hadn't played. I think it's Chiefs. They're gonna cover the seven and a half. I would never bet this in real life, but I'm gonna go ahead and take Kansas City. I'm with you. I would never actually bet this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna believe in Jordan Love. I'm gonna take the Packers. Obviously, not having Aaron Rodgers is a big hit, but they're not seven and one just because of Aaron Rodgers. They're a pretty good football team. And I'm going to believe that he can uh, come in after sitting behind Rodgers so long and, and have a good game. Chiefs win, but uh, Green Bay covers. You know, I think there's been a trend this year with injuries when a new quarterback comes and they actually have a good game until people figure out what the hell they're about. Um, last week, Cooper Rush for Dallas had that big game. I don't know if you saw that guy that won all the money on the Jets quarterback. Did you all see this? Matt, no. a, a guy bet $1,000 on Mike White, the Jets quarterback, to throw for the most yards last week. Okay, he was sitting fourth row. He, he had a 400-yard game going in and going into Monday night football. You had – who Kansas City play Monday night? The Giants. The Giants. He was offered $70,000 for the ticket. You know, these, these sites that will pay you off. He said no. He won $125,000 because uh, the Jets quarterback had 400 yards. Um, I'm going to go uh, with that. Tr- that's Western Kentucky Hilltopper, Mike White. That's right. That is true. I'm going to I'm gonna do what Drew did. I, I just think seven and a half is a lot. And, you know, nobody's – what's Green Bay's backup about? Who knows? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Green Bay there. All right. I just have a couple more minutes. So let's do uh, – Let's do two or three really quickly. All right. New England travels to Carolina. Um, New England plays on the road. They're undefeated on the road. They're the only team that can say that, but they're one and four at home. Um, Carolina actually, um, without um, McCaffrey, ran for 200 yards, over 200 yards as a team last week. New England's favored by three and a half on the road at Carolina. Uh, I'm going to take New England. I think Carolina's kind of fraudulent, and I think New England's playing pretty well. Uh, so I'm not, I don't feel strongly about it, but I will take New England. Uh, yeah, these teams, I believe, have the same record, but it seems like all of Carolina's losses have just happened. They might have even lost four straight. Uh, I'm going to take New England to cover, but it's another one that I would not put actual money on. If you give me three and a half at Carolina, I'm going to take the three and a half, hoping, you know, hey, maybe New England wins by a field goal and I still win the bet. Drew, what do you want between these two games? Cleveland at Cincinnati or Atlanta at New Orleans? Cleveland at Cincinnati. Cleveland has won five of their last six at Cincinnati. Cleveland's four and four. Cincinnati's five and three this year. Cincinnati's favored by three at home. Uh, uh, I'll take Cleveland 
three. I, I, you know, I don't think the home field advantage really matters much in that game. And so uh, if you're giving me th- with a team that I think is probably better, even though they haven't played like it, I'll go ahead and say Cleveland. I'll take the Bengals. I know they just lost to the Jets, but uh, my team knows a little thing about losing to the Jets when you shouldn't. So I'm just going to throw that game aside. If anything, it might help the line a little bit, and I'll take the Bengals to cover at home. But if it moves any anymore, I, I don't know that I'd like it nearly as much. Yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll take it at three, but if it goes to three and a half, I wouldn't bet this game. I'm going to take Cincinnati for the three. Matt, what do you want to do? Do you want to do tonight's game? Do you want to do LA Chargers at Philadelphia or Arizona at San Francisco? Uh, let's do let's do Chargers at, uh, at Philadelphia. Yeah, the Chargers have lost two in a row. They're four and three. Philadelphia excuse me, absolutely pounded Detroit last week. They're three and five. LA Chargers, the spread right now is one and a half. Yeah, I like the Chargers a lot in this game. I'm really surprised that spread is so small. I mean, I I feel like they're a much better team. And to win, to, I'm, I'm just really, really surprised that, that's, that that is the spread. I, I was kind of... I, I thought it would be more like six or five. So I like the Chargers, Drew, and this may be my bet of the day. Uh, I also like the Chargers. Last week, Philly was a three-point favorite, and I bet against them because I don't think they're any good, and they won like 44 to four or something crazy. So I'm going to fire back at them again uh, and take the Chargers to cover. Also, never bet on the Detroit Lions. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) You know, Matt, I'm going to go with you all, but it always scares me because, you know, the NFL spread that you look at and you don't understand, I don't understand this spread. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers. Um, I hope it's just, I don't know if there's recency bias from beating Detroit that bad, but um, I think the Chargers are a good team and their losses have come against good teams. All right. Well, folks, that was a lot of fun. I uh, enjoyed it. You guys, it was a blast, as always. I look forward to celebrating what will be a great performance by me this week. And, Jay, uh, let us know how you do on the Breeders' Cup. And everybody listen to the Early Speed Podcast ESP to get it done. Thank you all very much. This has been Fremont. Everybody's gonna pay Cause the million dollar man